It's still hot out there, but the dog days of summer officially ended on August 11th. The period from July 3rd through then was when the sun appeared in the same region of the sky as Sirius, nicknamed the dog star. Yep, technically the dog days are defined celestially, not by how the hottest time of year makes even the peppiest dog slow down. Like the dog days of summer, autumn is technically a celestially defined period, the time between the autumnal equinox and the winter solstice, which this year runs between September 22nd and December 21st. Birds pay attention to the night sky. Many nocturnal migrants use the pattern of the stars and especially the location of Polaris in the sky to orient and navigate toward their winter destination. But birds have no use whatsoever for human-imposed definitions of the seasons. Indeed, the concept of four seasons of almost exactly equal lengths would be preposterous to birds. In the avian world, the number of seasons in a year varies enormously by species. Sometimes even the age and sex of birds belonging to the same species determine their annual rhythms. By mid-July, shorebirds had already begun migrating south, especially some adult females. Right now, lots of shorebirds are passing through the Northland and even the central states. But shorebirds are not the only birds on the move right now. On August 13th, I heard from James Stone, who for years has been keeping me up to date with interesting sightings in his neck of the woods around North Ohm. He writes, Laura, the warblers and vireos started showing up in little packs about a week ago. Big group today, lots of red eyes and a mix of everything else, feeding on the lake insect hatches and having honeysuckle berries for dessert. I'm guessing they got north pretty early and they're a little early packing their bags. I've been seeing a few early migrants in my own backyard too, including a small handful of warblers and red-eyed vireos. For some reason, one or two yellow-bellied flycatchers seem to show up in my backyard every spring and fall, snapping up insects in the back of my yard. My backyard habitat is completely different from the yellow-bellied flycatcher's breeding habitat, so most of my photos show them in typical backyard vegetation rather than in the boggy coniferous forest where books and radio birdwatchers like me tell people they belong. That's the thing about migration. How could a yellow-bellied flycatcher possibly get from those boreal coniferous forests and peatlands to its wintering grounds in Mexico and Central America if it could only feed in boreal forest vegetation? It's not like it can just pull out a communicator and tell Scotty to beam it directly to its wintering grounds. Yellow-bellied flycatchers have one of the shortest stays in their breeding habitat of any of our neotropic tropical migrant songbirds, often arriving, nesting, raising young, and heading out of the northern forest in fewer than 70 days, which is why my backyard photos of them are all dated from late May and then August. They're mostly gone by Labor Day. I've not seen any flycatchers in my bird baths nor vireos, but thrushes, flickers, pileated woodpeckers, and even treetop warblers come down to bird baths to drink. 
During this infernal drought, my bird baths will be more important than usual for migrating birds. And as James Stone notes, natural bodies of water from lakes to creeks provide lots of insect food, and fruit trees provide carbs and vitamins, as well as other kinds of insects. The simplest way to enjoy the passing parade of fall birds in your neck of the woods, however those individual birds are defining their fall seasons, is to park yourself near a bird bath, fruiting trees or shrubs, or a shoreline, and watch for movement. Keep looking skywards, too. Nighthawks should start coursing through any afternoon now, and a few hawks are already on the move. Frank Nicoletti even reported a swallow-tailed kite north of Duluth a few days ago. Migration is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, but it's certain to be sweet. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.